Hey everyone, my name is Danny. And I'm Heather. And we are Castle Run Weekly. And today we actually have something really exciting uh, for you that we've been working on for quite some time. Um, we're bringing you a new segment called Smuggler Stash. Woo! <laughs> um, and so Confetti. we're going to be bringing you Star Wars news. <laughs> Confetti. <laughs> we'll be bringing you Star Wars news um, and also uh, the latest in comics. So we're going to do some kind of comic reviews and things like that. Um, so if you already watched the show, um, hopefully you'll enjoy this as well. Um, so definitely join us on this. Uh, we'll have this on YouTube. Um, anywhere you get your podcasts, um, it will be available to you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Cool. So we're going to start out with last week's news this week. <laughs> yes, you heard that correctly. So we want to talk real quickly about the huge news that happened last week um, with Ryan Johnson. Yes! So Ryan Johnson got tapped to do a brand new trilogy outside of the Skywalker saga. Heather, thoughts? Unknown regions. Yes, unknown regions. The first thing that I thought of. <laughs> unknown regions. So I yes. don't... You know, I was like, kind of, um, I don't know, anything, anything right? different, just totally. Like, yeah. Well, I'm just in like a state of like, just bewilderment right now. Like, just like a childlike wonder of this. Like, there are so many possibilities. Maybe the like, Jedi don't exist in this galaxy or this right. part of it's, the it's world. It's supposed to be a place that has never been explored. Um, it's doesn't have, I don't know that it doesn't have to do with our galaxy. I'm sure there'll be crossing somehow. Right. Um, but just the fact that it's going to be something that we've never seen before and how much the, the canon uh, novels and everything have been hinting toward unknown space and wild space and everything. Right. I am so stinking excited for this. I am too. <laughs> I'm really excited. And, you know, there's a lot of skepticism about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have fun. And enjoy, because yeah. it's going to happen whether you enjoy it mm -hmm. or not. So you might as well just... <laughs> yep, you're absolutely right. It until it sucks or well, whatever, because yeah. odds are it's not going to. I mean, exactly. look at the track record so far. Mm -hmm. so. Well, and that's the thing is that Last Jedi hasn't even come out yet. And they're already <laughs> tapping him to not only direct this trilogy, but actually right. co-write it. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like, they are like, "Hey, dude, this is yours. We Take like it. you. We like yes. you. Would you Which... like to make us more stories, please? Can you make us more stories, please? Right. Make us more money. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I, it just makes me more excited for Last Jedi and yeah. to see what Ryan Johnson's done because if he's literally done that stellar of a job to where they're like. Hey, we're giving you the next generation of Star Wars. Right. Man, I am all in. I think that's yeah. gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, definitely. Um, and then on top of that, we actually had uh, some more news uh, leak. Uh, actually, spinning from that, I think it was a shareholders call or something like that. Is what that initial um, announcement came from, where we found out that Disney is actually working on developing a Star Wars live action series for their new streaming service in 2019. Yes. I'm okay. so excited. Do you want to say this one? Cause I have a feeling we're thinking the exact same thing. I'll let you do it. Old Republic. <laughs> oh, old Republic. Absolutely. <laughs> old Republic. I think that that would be an amazing. Live like, like, can you imagine like a Star Wars that's almost like 
Lord of the Rings slash Game of Thrones type style. Because like I keep trying to imagine what a live action Star Wars TV show would be. Because we've had the animated series, which has been awesome. Um, but like I keep trying to imagine live action, and all I can ever think of is the movies. It's <laughs> yeah. so, like I don't know how this would work. But well, like, I think we're not thinking like Game of Thrones, like have it on HBO, right? No, 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 not like okay, that. But good. like, like the like the politicalness and the, right. the power struggles, and because I mean that's the thing is like we're getting a a truer Jedi Order if that's the case. We'll get a truer Jedi Order than what it was when we saw it in the prequels, where it was already crumbling and falling apart. Um, we'll get to find out what true Jedi or the or ideals look like. Right. Um, on top of that, maybe we get the Jedi and Sith War. Um, maybe we get the Jedi versus the Mandalorians. Um, so I mean, like, there's endless possibilities, but like, there's a lot of war, and war has those politics, and Star Wars does both of those things excellent. Very well. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, it, yeah, definitely not in the, the style of the actual HBO show, but kind of that 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 sense. right. I get yeah. you now. That the, the whoever's on top kind of thing. I love but, yeah. it. Oh I yeah, no, it. I, I think so it'd be excited. so awesome. Right, and then Revan. I mean, let's get Revan. Let's get Revan. <laughs> Revan, we got Bane. Well, Bane's already canon, but we could see Bane in action. Right. Um, Darth Nihilus. Any? I mean, there's endless possibilities. So many there people that I'm so on screen. many. So oh yes <laughs> so lots of exciting stuff there all right guys so that concludes our segment for last week's news this week um we're actually going to move on to our comics now so heather did you want to introduce the comics that we're going to be uh, talking about this week sure so um we've got star wars number 38 where they introduce uh the rubble of jetta Mm, so sad. <laughs> and we have uh, Vader number seven, where we'll just say that they stick to true Star Wars style. <laughs> that they do. That they do. <laughs> and then we conclude Phasma with Phasma number four. Mm -hmm. Which I have mixed feelings about, but I have a feeling we'll get into that. <laughs> so cool so let's go ahead and kick it off with star wars number 38 so um one thing to note is that this is actually the first one in its story arc so i mean like obviously there's 37 before this one right? <laughs> um, so, but i mean this is the first one in this uh it's ashes of jetta is what it's called i don't know if it's a three or four part series um but what's notable is that it actually has a new writer so the writers that have been working on it uh, for the past 37 issues, um, now they've changed to uh, Kieran Gillian, giving uh, them a chance to uh, write on it and everything. And personally, I mean, I didn't see anything as far as notable. I, I, the Getting to see Jetta was very jarring. Right. Seeing it just I think apart. that's what really yeah. got me was, you know, mm -hmm. that there's still life after Jetta. Right. The, the fact that there can be life after right. Jetta. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Because, well, I mean, obviously... You know that people were yeah. probably off-world, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. But um, two tubes and that, yeah. you know, you would think... The partisans, that, yeah. You would think that they would have been right, right there. I was thinking that. Because, I mean, in Rogue One, we see two tubes with Saul. Like, in there, Borgullet, everything. Exactly. And so, two tubes made it off somehow. So, right. so I don't know. I'd like to 
that would be a cool fanfic <laughs> to write how he made it right <laughs> well maybe we'll see it in the series so yeah, yeah. that would be cool <laughs> but yeah but i mean i felt like that was the most notable thing in this one I mean, obviously, it's the first of an arc. So, I mean, there's not going to be a whole lot. But getting to see Luke, Leia, Han, um, and all them, like, meeting two tubes and being in this place that they weren't before, like, it's just, it's cool. And then also getting to see Leia interact with a fellow part, or not a fellow partisan, but another partisan. So somebody who lost her world versus someone else who also lost her world. Um, I thought that was a cool dynamic. Yes. I really... um... I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely did too. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing the future of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely. it's a good base, I guess. Right. I felt like it was a really good starting point too. Yeah. Right. Cool. Awesome. So, Vader number seven. Yes. I want you to start this one off. <laughs> okay. So, I wanted to say, you lose a limb, and you lose a limb, and you lose a limb. <laughs> Everybody loses a limb. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. tragic. <laughs> it's, it is. And, you know, it's true. That is something mm-hmm. that now they have to learn to fight with only one hand or yeah. one whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it makes me wonder how many of them, like, did he chop down all of them and everybody's lo- missing something? Like, That's what it looks like. Everybody's uh, yeah. really hurt. Right. Really well, and, and like he, they actually call out uh, Six Brother because he's the one that, that he chops the arm off. He shows up in, um, oh man, I just forgot the name of it. Um, the Twilight of the Apprentice. <laughs> that just slipped my mind. Um, but yeah, he shows up in Twilight of the Apprentice. Um, he's like the lanky, oh, weird yeah. one or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's not there for long. Maul takes him down pretty quick, but um, maybe it's because of his hand. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> He was in a disadvantage, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I could have sworn too in that art. Like it looked like somebody was cut in half. <laughs> it's like Darth Vader. Are you uh, experimenting to see if uh, your fellow Maul is around? Well, I, you, well, you can you can um, imagine that once he deems them unworthy to train. Mm-hmm. That's true. What's the point? There's no life after that. No. <laughs> Yeah. So I can imagine that, yeah, cutting in half would be part of it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, the whole time he's talking about how they, they're not fit for this. They're not. Uh, that they can't do this and that. At um, one point, he, he, he says, yeah. you know, that this is a battle that because they're trained as Jedi, mm-hmm. that this is, they walk into battles thinking that everybody can walk away. And right. that's not They're true defensive. at this yeah. point because they have mm-hmm. to kill the Jedi. They cannot let the Jedi just walk away. Right. And right. that, you know, you corner someone and they're going to fight back differently than mm-hmm. if you... the somebody who is actually on the attack. Right. So, yeah, I really thought that that was interesting the way he said it. Because I, I remember thought, of, well, for one, I love that the Inquisitors were former Jedi. I thought that that was a really cool thing because I don't I don't feel like that was ever explained in Rebels. Um, I don't think it was. I think they were just the looming bad guys. Um, right. At the, time. the Grand Inquisitor was explained we, as yeah. at one point mildly. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> in a hallucinogenic vision, but right. yeah, um, and it wasn't um, yeah. even a very you know. But yeah, right. So I mean, we knew he was, but to find out that all of them were, I thought was really cool yeah. personally. 
Um, I did like, though, where Darth Vader was talking about how, because, they're, like you said, because they're trained as Jedi, um, they're trained to basically killing and attacking as the last resort. So they're always on the defensive. And he's like, you're not going to win like that. No. And so it's almost like Anakin's already just snapped. Like he's like, "Hey, guy, this is this isn't happening anymore. Um, game on." <laughs> but in a way, he's still trying to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If it, it's twisted, it's a weird, weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, one thing though that I did want to mention, um, I thought was really cool. So the time where he's talking about the Grand Inquisitor about all this stuff about how they're not fit to do this and all that, um, he shows them uh, kind of a hit list that he was given by Palpatine. Yes. Um, which is really cool, and we have that up here for you if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, so uh, some very astute, cool fans yes. um, translated the Arabesh in it, which is really neat, um, to some familiar names. So, for one, Kirak and Fila, um, I'm sure I'm not saying that right, but it's as close as I can get. Um, he was in the uh, first arc of this new series. Um, he was the one that Vader took the lightsaber from. Um, so, he is on the list. Obviously, we can cross him out. Right. Um, you've got Quinlan Voss. the red one? Uh, no, he, that's Jocasta New. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's the one Jocasta New. I think he's below her. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, Jacostin is the one that's lit up in red in the in the panel. Um, Quinlan Voss is listed on there as well. Um, for some of you who, who know, he was in the Clone Wars um, and, and also in the canon novel uh, Dark Disciple uh, with Asajj Ventress, all that kind of stuff. So really cool there. Uh, Yoda shows up, of course. And then our beloved Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. So, he knows she lives. Oh, yeah. Which which is messed up because she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't know he's alive. Yeah. Um, but see, and it makes me wonder if Vader intentionally puts her off um, to not have to deal with that. Because I don't know, like in Twilight of the Prince, even though he put on a good face and like he was like, okay, then you'll die. And he fought her and fought her hard. He knew how she'd react to every single move. They trained. We saw that in Forces of Destiny. Right. We actually saw a move from Twilight of the Princess in Forces of Destiny. Right. So, I mean, he trained her. So he had to know how he would, how she would react. So if he really wanted to cut her down as quickly as he seemed he wanted to, he would have. Um, so I think that that's interesting that she's on there. I really want her to show up in this run, though. I think that would be so awesome. That would. Um, I don't know how it would work. I don't know. Uh, it would have to be they, beyond Twilight of the Apprentice, I would think. But the feelings yeah. and yeah, it would have to be later. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think it would just be awesome to see Ahsoka show up in a canon yeah. comic for sure. Yeah. I, I would be so down with that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that, that overall, the uh, Vader Seven. I mean, I, I loved it. There, there's so much just goodness in it and then also not to mention i mean we did mention jacosta new um she's like rebuilding the archive um yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. um I'm so rebuilding the this. archive uh making a school uh yeah. nonetheless so i thought that was cool because uh you get yeah. why they have to kill her well she knows everything yeah, yeah. well that's the thing is that palpatine has always been afraid of knowledge the extermination of the jedi um, taking out all their lightsabers, changing everything to say that they're traitors, all this other kind of stuff. Well, Jocasta Nune knows the the truth. Right. And people know that. She's, I mean, she knows everything. I mean, just like she said in the prequels. It's not in the archives. It doesn't it exist. It doesn't exist. 
<laughs> so so yeah so i mean I, I think that's really cool that she's the one to go after it's almost kind of like the informant or whatever like <laughs> you got to go take care of the informant otherwise the whole organization is going to come crashing down so right. <laughs> but yeah no I, I like that addition because i was i was kind of leery in invader six when it was like oh in jacosta new i'm like really that's who we chose uh, yeah <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah, guys, let's go get the librarian. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was cool. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on that one? No, I thought that okay. um, Jacosta New was pretty bad stuff, though. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to see her in action. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. So cool. So moving on to our final event of the night. <laughs> um, so we are going to discuss Phasma. So the new Phasma run that just came out now, all of them have already come out. So we're just going to talk about the whole thing. Yes. So, <laughs> so do you want to kick us off? Okay. So she gets out and of the infamous trash compactor. Mm -hmm. And she, the first thing she does is go figure out if anybody knows what she did. Yep. <laughs> can you imagine? Which is smart. I yes, mean. But can you imagine it's like, well, the base blew up. Or is fix it too. I think yeah. I might be in trouble. I think, Just a little. I think we're going to have to go figure out who knows what I did. Right. <laughs> Time to cover this thing up because this is pretty bad. Yeah. I only blew up their entire, or helped blow up their entire super weapon. No big deal. So. Uh, only, they're, they're only planet killer planet. People, people, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it's planet size, so you would mm -hmm. think there would, you know, at least be a couple million people on there. Oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so, so, I mean, yeah, she escapes the trash compactor. I was looking forward to this series because of the, the explanation of that. Because I right. didn't figure that we would get that in a movie because it's kind of like, a, okay, if she's going to survive the next movie we're going to need like a side story of some kind because right. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's like this grand, this is how she escaped from the trash compactor. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more in the series though. Like I was really excited about um, her going toe to toe with the, oh, it was Raora, um, the crazy fish people. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was excited about that and being on the other planet and her uh, whole thing with uh, Lieutenant Revis and, um, even her Thai pilot friend that came along with her and everything. Um, see, I'm I excited like about it. But... Three, four, six, five. Say that five times fast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to look before. Anyway, I right. liked her because yeah. one, we've, I've never really seen a female stormtrooper. Mm -mm. And two, she cared. Right. Yep. She's like, shouldn't we help these people and everything in the last issue? But yeah. No, she definitely cared. Yeah, She's so I really liked her, and um, Phasma is really cruel just to yeah. get what, I mean, you know, you see cruelty mm -hmm. in the Empire, and I get that, you know, mm -hmm. and the New Order is no different. Yeah. We're used well, I, to that. Yeah, well, I want to present something to you. So is it cruelty, or is it tactfulness, like she, with Thrawn? To... To bait someone into a war. Yeah. That, well, that I mean, you know that there's no way <laughs> they can yeah. win at all. 
know, we just sped up the time clock. We just sped up the time clock. <laughs> yeah. Of their destruction. Um, mm-hmm. That is pretty cruel. I thought so too. I mean, I thought it was pretty messed up because, <laughs> like, the whole time her tie pilot friend is sitting there going, like, hey, we can help them. We can win. She's like, nah, they're doomed. Yeah. She's like, wait, I'm looking forward to that. The Phasma book? Yeah. yeah. I've heard mixed reviews on it too. So I don't know. I'm I'm interested to finally read that as well. Yeah. Um Holocron. Yes, it will. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I mean, my overall impressions with it, because I mean essentially what you get is she escapes, she wants to make sure nobody knows who nobody knows what she did finds out one person does at least and then goes off to the reaches of space to go find him finds him executes him and then has to execute the person who took her there and her droid (laughs) to where there's no witnesses to where she comes back alone and then she's back and it was just kind of like i don't to me it was underwhelming um i enjoyed the story but i almost expected more I don't know. I didn't, ex- I didn't enjoy the story $5 a comic. No. No. I would agree Does with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like four, I mean, that's 20 bucks for a story that's like, okay, thanks. Which you could probably have predicted would have ended that way anyways. Um, because, I mean, you knew that she got out. We know that she's in The Last Jedi. That's the beginning and end of the series. <laughs> so, other than that, it's the side mission. That she does on the way out. The only thing that intrigued me is the rocks. Her um, knowing how to climb the rocks. But I figured that that's in the book. Yeah. Well, it it kind of flashed back to her being a kid at one point, too. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. That's probably going to be in the book. I mean, I don't know for sure, though. I mean, I haven't read it. Um, But I I would imagine. Because I think we get early years Phasma in there. I think so. Uh, So, yeah. So, that's one thing that I'm looking forward to, and I like that they introduced that into the comic mm-hmm. from the book, but yeah. I, it's not, it, it wasn't worth what mm-hmm. was paid. Oh, absolutely. No, I agree with that. Um, I did like the little bit of insight that we got from Phasma, right. um, but it was just a little. Right, like, that was the only thing because like i mean I, I get that you can't tell too much because you have another movie that's coming out it's probably going to tell a little bit more about her and everything and we're going to get a little bit more and the a book. book yeah you've got the book yeah. too um so i mean i don't know i guess i get it but at the same time was it a story that needed to be four issues no it's not big so it's like she escaped she annihilated all the one shot you it. know like right right so a one shot, a little bit longer comic book or something like that. I don't, I don't see it being an arc, right? Like they tried to make it. So I don't know, but um, I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I, I just, like you said, I didn't feel like it was like twenty dollars worth. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, so cool. So do you have anything else you want to talk about on Phasma? I thought it was funny that she comes back and she's like the savior of everything. You know, after. Yeah. <laughs> going and she's like oh by the way Revis did this I executed him and ta-da you right. know and <laughs> I thought that that was pretty funny. and Hux is none the wiser he's just yeah, like, he's like I expect nothing less yeah, from you <laughs> sounds about right from you right <laughs> it's just kind of like okay just unquestioning loyalty that's cool yeah. <laughs> or I'm yeah so yeah, I mean I don't, I don't think know it's loyalty I think it's trust 
Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Like, maybe it was just the pace of it. Like I said, I mean, like we said, yeah, I mean, maybe it was supposed to be just a one arc. shot. Right. Yeah. Because like, I was expecting a lot more. Um, but I mean, literally, I could have predicted the ending. And I mean, we knew she got back. So I don't know. Right. But, but anyway, you know, like, I just, yeah. I thought it was funny how they did it. How right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It was like really cliche. It was like. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. But yeah. So cool. All right, guys. So that actually concludes our first Smuggler Stash. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed it, please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this at um, or watching. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, anything like that. Tell us what you thought of the comments. Um, we will start this as a weekly thing as well. Um, so these will be coming out every single Monday. Um, so definitely look forward to those. So cool. So you good, Heather? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So cool. So, all right, guys. And so until next time, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And we are Kessel Run Weekly. And may the force be with you. <laughs>